Statements and stories will destroy your mental health. That's why you've got to be careful of them. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Let's talk about statements and stories and why they can be so destructive to your mental health if you're not aware how to use them effectively. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on mindset, business, and lifestyle hacking for Driven Mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. Let's talk about how statements and stories can destroy your life. Now, most people don't realize this, but statements essentially shut off our brain from thinking. So when someone says, I'm fat, that's just the way that it is, your brain shuts down. It doesn't need to think anymore. When someone keeps rehearsing cool stories over and over and over again in their head, you know, my life shit because of these reasons, it was my childhood, it was a trauma, it was all these sort of things. The more you keep saying those stories, the more you keep reinforcing those stories and keep believing that they're true. Now, modern day psychology shows that around 50% of all the stories that we say or say to ourselves are false. We make up assumptions in those stories. So a lot of our stories are made up of assumptions we piece bits and pieces of information together that may be true or not true. And this is the reason why you may have disagreements in the stories that you have with friends and family. You might be talking about a past experience and you say, this is the way that it was. And your friends and family say, that's not how it was. And then you get into an argument. Why? Because your brain only takes in very small pieces of data at any point in time. And then we fill in that data with a whole bunch of missing information or a whole bunch of information. So there is only a part truth to most of the stories that we all have. And this happens on a second by second basis. We can't take in the amount of information consciously that is around us. There's so much scientific data on that. And this is easily shown as well. In a lot of my events when I've had to do breakthroughs or when I'm working one-on-one with clients and you take people back to specific moments and you recall certain events, they will tell you the story of a lot of generalizations and a lot of ideas and interpretations. This is also the reason why people's stories will change over time. In our sleep, our brain starts to balance out imbalanced perceptions. So that's part of the dream process of REM sleep process or part of the theory of REM sleep anyway. Our brain starts to balance out unbalanced perceptions. So when we have these unbalanced perceptions, part of it is in our conscious awareness, the other one is in our unconscious. And this is part of what Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung spoke about in the conscious and unconscious splits back, what, 100 plus years ago or around about 100 years ago in some of their papers. When we are perceiving that these things are happening day by day, we just make up a whole bunch of assumptions, we generalize, and then we create our own interpretations that then become stories. So essentially, there are a whole bunch of beliefs that we attach meaning to, and then from there, these create stories. There's also the reason why someone will say, you know, I had a shitty day. No one can have a shitty whole day unless every second of that whole day is shit. What happens is there are a couple of events that we potentially maybe over-dramatize. Maybe we don't over-dramatize them. But then what happens is we keep reinforcing them in our thought process over and over and over again. And then because we keep thinking about that thing and how shit the day is, we keep feeling that the day is shit. But when we have a look at every second of every day, our brain is essentially taking snapshots of the world around us in milliseconds, essentially. So we have thousands or if not millions of bits of information entering the brain. In fact, if you look at the research, it's billions of bits of information every second of every day. And so our brain has this snapshot, almost like this whole processor of information 
that is just getting stored and most of it we're not aware of. And it's not until people go back to specific moments and you hold them accountable that they can recall that information exactly how it was. But most people will generalize and they will distort their truth. They'll add in bits and pieces of information. And then from there, they label it as such. So they might label it as a bad day or they might say it's a shitty day or they might say I've had a crap week. But that's billions upon billions, hundreds of trillions of billions of bits of information that is stored in the brain but they're only consciously aware of a certain part. Now, how does this relate back to statements and stories? Well, when you give statements and you say, the day's shit and that's just how it is, your brain then goes back to sleep. You don't have to think about it. Whereas if you ask a question, questions tend to open up the brain and allow us to think more effectively, whereas statements shut down the brain and we just stop thinking. So if you say my day's crap, it's just how it is. That's a statement. It's fact, which it's not really a fact, but that you just perceive it as a fact. And then your brain goes back to almost like a default mode where it just sits there in idle, okay? Almost like a standby mode because it doesn't have to think. It's just how it is. Whereas when you ask a question and you say, why was my day so shitty? Or what part of my day specifically was shitty? And you start asking really specific and really precise questions. You can start breaking down factors that lead you to generalize those days. So when I said that statements can destroy our mental health, the same as stories can destroy our mental health, if we keep giving ourselves statements like, my life shit, my week shit, I can't trust anyone, the world's crap, these are statements that are essentially beliefs that also relate to stories. The more you keep reinforcing that, the worse your mental health is going to be. The more you ask effective and intelligent questions and then go and search for answers of those questions, the more you open up your mind to think slightly differently. And the more you do that over time, the more effectively you'll be at creating better mental health. Now, if you keep getting caught in old past stories as well, that can also reinforce negative or non-beneficial mental health patterns also. So just be very careful of the stories that you consistently tell yourself. Like if you say the reason why I'm not successful today is because of my shitty childhood and my parents are assholes and all of this sort of stuff, those stories are impacting your current being. They're impacting your current actions. They're impacting your current thoughts. The more you do that, the more it's gonna stop you and prevent you from getting the life that you want and potentially even enjoying the life that you currently have today. Now, the past doesn't exist. The past only exists in our mind. No one can go back to the past, and everyone has a different idea of the past. If I say, for most of you that are listening, I hope, when I say go back to 1991, what we're doing on September the 1st, 1991, most people would have no idea. But even if I said go back to around 1991, what do you remember? There'd just be a couple of stories that are quite inaccurate, but you would just label it as either good or bad or a good time. Like when someone says to me, what was your childhood like and how did you enjoy school? I say, I hated school. Now that's a statement, I hated school, but it is also a story that I keep reinforcing that I hated school. The truth was that there were parts of school, when I really break it down, there were parts of school that I enjoyed and parts of school that I didn't enjoy. Overall, my experience of school was non-enjoyable. I just didn't enjoy it that much because it didn't really suit me, but that doesn't mean that school was shit if I really, really, really break it down effectively. Now, if that story hindered me or held me back from achieving what I want in life, then that would be a completely different story. And I had to go back and analyze that when I was younger because when I went back to, I guess you could say school, where I went back to night school and studied to become a personal trainer back in the early 2000s, I was completing my apprenticeship and I went back and studied night school. I was scared shitless because I hated school. And so because I kept telling myself I hated school, I felt like I couldn't learn because I was put into special classes and so on. And I reinforced those stories. When I started going back to TAFE and learning personal training, and that was one of the only places that taught it back then. When I went back there and started learning, I enjoyed it, which then changed my reference that I had for school, but it also changed my reference that I had for learning. It was the first time that I'd really read a proper book since I was really young at school, in primary school, really. I never even read books in high school. I'd read 
probably the first couple of chapters and the last couple of chapters and I'd sort of figure it out and put it together and bullshit my way through it. But that was because of the story that I had about school and the statements that I used to give towards it. Now, if that had hindered me and held me back, I would have to go back and break down that whole story, reconfigure it, find out what the truth was around it by asking effective questions and then changing the statements that I made about school. Now, because it's just part of a story that I guess I talk about in order to inspire and encourage others, and it doesn't really hold me back, I haven't really changed it. But if you have anything in your life right now where you keep reinforcing stories from your past, whether it be about past relationships, whether it be about past family, whether it be about past experiences that you've had, and you keep reinforcing those stories with statements, and those statements and stories keep holding you back, then I highly recommend that you go in there and search for better answers by asking better questions about your story. And it might be, what did I enjoy about my family? You know, what did I enjoy about my past relationships? What did I learn from them that empowered me now? What was it that was beneficial? Like, why did I stay with that family? Why did I stay in my relationship for so long? What benefits did I get out of it? And the more that you keep chipping away at it, eventually you'll chip it away and the whole thing will just break apart. You'll still have the story, but not the emotional attachment to it. And then that way you'll be able to set yourself free instead of making yourself stay held back because of that story and those statements that you keep giving. So just be very, very careful because those stories and statements can absolutely destroy your mental health. And I've seen it with thousands upon thousands of people. And I hear these stories almost reinforced on social media daily. And then people wonder why they keep ending up in depressive ruts, why they keep feeling like shit, why they keep attracting all these negative things into their life. Although I am careful of using that word attracting because the law of attraction and all of that stuff that's been reinforced in certain communities isn't really accurate, but you get the gist of what I'm saying. So maybe this week, Really have a think about what stories you keep telling yourself, what statements that you keep using towards yourself and ask yourself, are these giving me the best outcomes for my life that I can or are these preventing me from moving forward and breaking through some of those patterns? Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already done so, if you can tell one person about this podcast, if you are enjoying it, please tell one person to listen to this podcast over the next week. Just share the link with them, tag them in one of my social media posts or whatever about the podcast. I really want to get this in the hands of more people. And I would love this podcast to be able to double the numbers in the next two to three months. Also as well, there is someone out there who keeps reporting my podcast to try and get it pulled down. I wanna make sure that we keep getting more and more people listening to it to give them a big F you as well. I don't know why they want my podcast pulled down, but I keep getting notifications that someone has reported the podcast for whatever reason. I don't know, I've obviously pissed someone off about something. Maybe it's because I swear, I don't know. You know, there's definitely plenty of Karens out there. If you can, please, Stick it up the carrot out there that keeps reporting this podcast by telling more people about this podcast. And let's start to really get some serious traction on this baby. Let's get it out there in the hands of more people. Anyway, so if you can, please just tell one person this week. And also, if you haven't already done so, please rate or review this podcast. All you've got to do is on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, you should be able to give it a little star review. It'll take about three seconds. Just hit the amount of stars that you want to review the podcast at or rate the podcast at. It does make a massive difference. It gets it out there to way more people as well. So anyway, thank you, Driven Mofos. Thank you for being part of this community. I really do appreciate each and every one of you who are listening to this. You know, I just want to help more people perform better and keep crushing it. And I hope that some of these ideas are making you think and just think differently about life. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. And I look forward to you joining me back on here for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. 